Shabbos daf kuftas zayim. We're starting kuftas bottom base two lines from the bottom. Tanur abonim vahibin tayorim vayimamisha. The pasuk in Baloischa parak yud pasuk lamid hey and lamid vav. It says vahibin tayorim vayimamisha kubashem vayifutz avecha vinusim and senechem prechum vnuchay yima shuv Hashem vayisalfi Yisrael. Both of those psukim are a pashazu asla kash baruch hu simonius b'mayel meitzla hakash baruch hu told us and gave us halacha mesh b'sinai that we place a nun hafucha in the same material both before the pasha right before vahi. And at the end of the Pasha, at the end of Alpha Yisrael, you put a nun and fucha to separate them from the rest of the Torah. What's the reason? This is not its proper place. Really, it should have been written by the Masois that we talk about in Pasha Bimba. It talked about through the Golem, how the Yidden encamped and how they traveled. So to say it over there. And therefore, since it placed it in a separate place, we'll see why it does this later on. But therefore, we bracket it, for example, with two nuns that are backwards. Rebbe says, That's not the reason why it's here and why it's backwards. And Rashi explains that really it's in the proper spot because over here was the first time that they actually traveled because from the time they left Mitzrayim, they went to Hasinai, took a few encampments at that point, but there was no Degolim yet till that point, and that happened on Rish Chodesivan in the first year, and this is actually in the year of the second year, so it's a whole year later, that's the first time that they left Sinai and they started traveling again. So why do we say it, and why do we have two nun hafuchas over there? Rebbe holds that we have backwards nuns to delineate and to designate it as a separate sefer by itself in the Torah. So instead of having chamisha chamisha Torah, Rebbe is saying we really have seven different books in the Torah. We have Bereshit and and Bamidba is broken up into three sections. The first section is told by Ibn Sayyah, then by Ibn Sayyah is a separate section, and after by Ibn Sayyah is a third section, and therefore there's three actual svarim in Bamidba. Kemad Azul Hadaram Rab Shmuel Banachman or Banachmani Amr Bianisin. The Pasuk says in Mishlei, she has chiseled out seven pillars. Who's that going like? That holds their seven svarim. Who is the town that actually argues in Rebbe? That's Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who will explain the reason that he said that that's not the right spot. The town will look at the price of Shimon Gamliel. That even though the Pasuk was written here in Baloischa, it's going to eventually be uprooted from the spot. But because of Mkrayman, it's going to be written in its proper spot, which would be in Bamidba. Right now, why did Baruch write it in Baloischa? Because Baruch Hu wanted to make sure there was a separation between the first punishment and the second punishment, or the first Abayr that you did, and the second Abayr that you did. What are they? What's the second punishment? That says in the Pasuk, after Vahim it says that the nation were complaining, they were complaining about how hard it was to travel in the Bidma, and it says over there, and it caused a fire to come out, and it caused destruction and people to die. It says that the hidden traveled from from the Mount of Hashem leaving Har Sinai and said they went for three days. Instead of but we learn we turned the hay into a ches and we say it's, they went from in back of Hashem, they went against Hashem. And there's a machlekes Rashi and Tzitzit how to learn what this Peronius Rishonim was. Rashi learns it's referring to that even though it's the Pasha actually spoke about after Vayib and about the Erev that told Klai Yisrael that they should complain about the Mon and try 
try to get slob, but that was really defined over here and says Vayisu Hashem to tell you that they started complaining at this point. That's Vayisu Me'achri Hashem, Shesoru Me'achri Hashem. And Taisus says that that doesn't make sense because that passage is later on. And therefore he goes to the famous Medrash that says Vayisu Shenosu Me'asina Derash Lo'ish Yom Ketina Kayyotsu Mbeis Hasefer Shebarech Lo'i Vahoyachloi Kachoyo Baruch Me'asina Derash Lo'ish Yom Shalom Duh Habi Tarim B'Sinai And now they ran away and they didn't want to learn and they took a break from Torah and that's what the problem was from Vayisum HaShem. Now, according to that shot, the word Puranis doesn't mean actually punishment because they weren't punished at that point, but it refers to the first of air that they did at that point, that they Bereach, and where is the proper place according to Rabbi Shimon Gamliel and according to the Tanakhama? It should be written in Bamidra, but again, the column. The Gemara the empty spaces of the Sefer either on top of the writing and on the bottom of the writing, or like Rashi says, the Havmin is right now, that even if you had writing and that was scratched off and scraped off and now that's blank, that would also be considered Gilyonim. Are you allowed to save them on Shabbos if there's a fire, or are you not allowed to save them on Shabbos when there's a fire? Tashma, we learned to the Bryce, the Sefer Shabola, if there's a Sefer that was withered away, it was worn out, in the by the Lakish, if you have 85 ices in there, could go in Pash by Ibn Tsar or in the same amount as by Ibn Tsar or in Matsilin, you say, then Vimlav, in Matsilin. So, if you say that even for the Gilyonim, you could save the Sefer Torah, Temple Emishim Gilyon today, that when it's rubbed out, then you have so much blank space, then it must be that you can save it because of the Gilyon. The Gemara answers, Bolo Shiny. Our Shiloh is only when you have blank space that came from a good Sefer Torah that's still a good piece of parchment. However, in this case where it was bullet was worn out, therefore that parchment is so withered down, it for sure loses its Kedusha Sefer Torah unless you have 85 ices, and there we didn't have a Shiloh. Of course, you can't be Matzim like say on Shabbos. Tashma, we asked for another Bryce, Sefer Torah, here you have a Sefer Torah that wasn't Bala, it wasn't worn out, but it was just a race, but the parchment is good. So, Miesh Bari Lachit, Shemenu Chamesh Isis, could go in Pash Bari Bintzara, Matzim same question. But my table day. Here we can't answer. It's talking where it's worn out because it seems like it's a real safe terror. And the actual erased area where there's parchment underneath, and now it's just a blank piece of paper. It should also be matzilin because of that. You don't need eighty-five letters. The Gemara says that of course we didn't have a question where there used to be writing on it, and now you erased writing. Of course it loses its chashivas and its kedusha in that spot. The whole Sefer Torah in that spot was only Kaddish because it had Ksiva on that spot. So therefore, Azul Ksav, Azul Kedushasai. If the Ksav goes away, then the Kedush is gone. Kikamberli, my whole Shiloh was Shamailim Shamata. When you have blank space on the top or on the bottom, you have the areas on the Sefer Torah that's on top and bottom, which are blank Lukhatrilo. Shemin Pasha Pasha, or between two Pasha, you have space. Shemin Dafl Daf, or between two columns of the Sefer Torah. Shemitrilis Asefer, Shemitrilis Asefer, or before Beratius, or after Le'enik Yisrael. And in all these cases where it was never supposed to be written on and it was never written on, therefore the Kedusha is still there, and maybe would say that Matzilah is implanted like on Shabbos. The Gemara says, but the table in Shemahu, why in this case of Sevetosh and Imchak, we say you need 85 letters, Lechari, you have all these spaces that are around in these blank spaces, and we say that you could save it for these blank spaces if it would be a din. That you could be matzal gilyonis. The Gemara answers the guy is bishadi. In our case, we're talking about a case where they already ripped out all of those blank spaces. Therefore, we're only talking about areas where there were letters. And that we say, if there's that much cloth, we had 85 letters that are still there, that's going to be enough to consider kedusha and therefore matzilin. But if not, you're not matzilin. But here, we're not talking about gilyonim at all. 
Toshma another raya. Gulyanim shall mail and shall matter. Should be in pashlo pash. Should be daflo daf. Should be tchulis the sefer. Should be sefer sefer. Like we explained before, mitam and zeidayim. We had it in early in the Masechta that when your hands touch a Sefer Torah, they become a Sheni Lutoma, and therefore they can transmit Tumor to Truma and passel Truma and have to be burned. And this was done as a safeguard for Svarim because they used to keep that Truma, which was Kaddish, they wanted to protect it, and they put it into the Aron Kaddish with the Svarim. And meanwhile, mice or rodents would come and eat through the Sefer Torah. So therefore, as a protective measure, they said, we don't want to keep a Sefer Torah near Truma, and therefore Sefer Torah have a din of Tumor. But you see from this Gemara that not only the Sefer where it's written the Ksavis has Kedusha, but even the top and bottom and all the spaces in the Sefer have Kedusha, and if you touch it, your hands become Tomei. So Lechari, you see that there's Kedusha. The Gemara says, Dilma Agav Sefer shiny. Here we're talking about a full Sefer So maybe when it's part of the full Sefer then you have a dinner Tumor on the Gulyonim. But maybe if it would be by itself, it wouldn't have Chashivas, and therefore you would be able to save it if it would be on Shabbos. Toshma and other ayah, Gulyonim Vesifrim Minim, the Gulyonim, which are these blank space, we'll see what it's referring to in a moment. And Sifri Minim, like Rashi explains, they were Christians that their priests would write Tayyar Nabi Muksubim with Shavashurs and Lash the They would write regular Sifri Tayyar because they believed in Tayyar Shabbat Sav. We don't have a problem. Let them burn in their places. They and the Askaris, even though it says Shem Hashem, make sure that they burn is no problem. So the Gemara says, My love, what are we referring to? It must be Gilyayim the Savior. We're referring to Gilyayim, what just the space of Savior that there, you now save it, Mipnet Lake. The Gemara says, We're referring to here the Gilyayim of the Savior of these Minim. Some say the word Min is Mitamido Yeshinaitri. So the Gemara says, Hasha Savior Minim. If we are saying in this b'risa that the safe that's written by a min, you can't save it. So of course the blank spaces you can't save. The Gemara says that any sefer Torah that was written by a min is as if it was a blank sefer Torah. It's just blank parchment, and therefore of course you can't save it. Gufa, we learned just now. If it would be weekday, we actually cut out all that scars in that Sefer Torah, and we put it in the Gneza, and the rest of that Sefer Torah you burn. So comes there, Rabbi Yassi holds that there's some Kedusha to the Shemois that are in the Sefer Torah. Amar Tavar, Tavar says, I will burn up my children. I promise you, if we come to my hands, I will personally burn the entire thing, even the names of Hashem. Even if a person would be running after me, to kill me, or is running after me to bite me. It's better to run into the house of Vajzara or people that were more pagans, like in times they used to have pagans that didn't have any real concept of Torah, but they were just pagans, they believed in Vajzara. However, I wouldn't go into Christian houses, no, not into a church. Because the Christians are market, they believe in the Torah, they believe in the Old Testament, and they're part of Klai and they just went off to the Kaifrin. That after the Dals and the Mezuzah, they have placed as a Chreinecha. So it means that they remembered what they were doing and they still were going in Miskavin to be married in HaKadosh Baruch. By the Pasha of Saita, in order to check out a woman that was a Saita and make shalom between her and her husband, the Torah says, My name that was written to Kedusha, Yimachal Amayim, should still be erased through the water and put it into the Mayim Amarim. Halalu, these people, Shamatul Kinnah, they cause hatred and 
um, diversity between Klai Yisrael and the Father in Heaven, between Klai Yisrael and Kach Baruch Hu, of course we should be able to erase it, and therefore any superior we could burn and we could destroy, even with the Shemus Hashem. And then David said, The ones that hate you, Hashem, I will hate. The ones who stand up against you, I will fight against. My deepest hatred against those people. They are enemies to me. We don't save them from anything. If there's water, if there's any Dava Mabdan, if there's something that falls to them, we let them be obliterated. Any secretary of meaning. There used to be the Svarim that the Goyim would write and they would use them in their Vikuchim, in their debates between Klaiswa and the Goyim. So that was the place where they went for this Vikuach, was in this Bay Avidon. So are you allowed to save them or not? So Gemara says, first he said in, then he said, Rav, Rav, he wasn't sure which way to go. But Rav, Rav didn't even go to these places, the and of course he didn't go to Benitzvi, which that was really a place like a church. Rav said, So Shmuel, Shmuel didn't go to these places, but he went to these places where they had challenges and debates with Klai Yisrael. Why didn't you come to the debate? He said to him, that there's a big palm tree on the road and therefore it's hard for me to get around there and I couldn't travel. They said, we'll rip it out for you and you'll be able to come. And Rabbi responded, the place will still be hard for me. There'll be a hole. That will be very smelly over there. I won't have a good smell. I can't stand there. Why were they so scared to go? During the time, they'll become rowdy and they'll actually get up and kill Rab and Rava. I am friendly with them and I'm not scared to go with, with them to the debate. One time he went to the debate, Paul Sakuna, he came to Sakana. Imashon was the wife of Rabbi she was the sister of Rabbi and there was a philosopher who was a min in her neighborhood. And we turned to Kutesa Zion on the base. He had a reputation. He didn't take sheikh from anyone. He was the judge, and he didn't take any bribes. However, we knew that he did take pesesirash. says they wanted to make fun of him and wanted to disprove it and show he takes bribes. The sister of Gamliel brought him a golden candelabra and left it by him as a bride. And then she came in front of him for judgment. She said to him, "I want you to help me split up my dechasim and the of my father between me and Rabbi Gamliel. Amalhu, he said that I'm playing, you should split it evenly between them, between both of you. Amalei, so Rabbi Gamliel said, Sivlam b'makam bra, batlatiris. It says in Atayah, in a place where there's a son, a door doesn't get any rusha. Amalei, he responded back, Minyayim d'galis ma'areichon, for the time that you went to Golis from your land, is Natilus arise in the Moshe. The Torah of Moshe is now gone in its bottle. V'sehivus bar achrite. And now there's other svarim, v'ksibbei, and it says in those svarim, bro barta kechadi arsen, that it's son and daughter should yashin together. The next era, Gamliel, brought him as Sheikhan a white donkey or a donkey from Luba, which was very strong and very valuable. 
Amalu, the philosopher now said to both of them, go to the end of the new books of the New Testament. Because it says there, I'm not coming to take away anything from Tayyus Moshe and not to add anything on Tayyus Moshe. And it says in the Tayyus Moshe, that in a place that there's a son, a daughter doesn't get Yerusha. So therefore, Rabbi Gamliel, you should get the whole thing. Now he was happy with Rabbi Gamliel's then of his sister, Imashla. So Gemara says, I'm relieved. So Imashal responded to him, Nahar Narechel Kishraga, your light should shine forth like the lamp, saying, Don't you remember that I gave you the Shaykhid? I'm Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Lilha responded, The donkey came, Shraga, and kicked over the lamp, saying, Basically, I gave a better Shaykhid, and therefore I won, showing that he really takes Shaykhid, and everything is based on his bribery. The Mishnah said, Why don't we read, and we don't allow people to read Ixuvim on Shabbos? Because it was and battle the people from coming to base marriage to listen to the drasha where they used to learn halachas, and that was more important than learning the psukim of ksuvim. Amarav loishanol bezman base marriage. The only time we said this is only prior to the zman of achila. That was the time that with base marriage. That was when there was the shear. Avashloy bezman base marriage, but it was after that time because after they already ate, then people were already shikar, and therefore there would not be any more shirum. And therefore, current you could read in ksuvim. Shmuel Amen. No, I feel shloy bezman base marriage. Even in time that's not the zman base marriage. Even after Achila and Karin, you're not allowed to read at any point on Shabbos. They didn't allow you to read from Ksuvim. In fact, Gemara, how could that be? Nadar asked for Shmuel Hava. Nadar was the place where Shmuel lived and he was Rosh Hashiva. And Nadar, the minute was, they used to read a parak of Ksuvim by Mincha on Shabbos. And you just said, you're not allowed to read Ksuvim the entire day. What the Machlaikis of Rabbi was like this. The only time we said Shalacha, they did not read Ksuvim, was in the base marriage. Itself. If you're at home, you'll let read, Kyron, you'll let read. No matter what, wherever you are, prior to this man, when people ate, and therefore they were still giving shurim, no matter what, you still were not allowed to read Ksuvim. But But if it wasn't a time based marriage, it was after this man that they would not give shurim anymore, then you could read Ksuvim either in your house or even in base marriage. That goes according to the Shmuel, the Benadah, because we know in the Shiva of Shmuel in Adar, they would actually read a parak of Ksuvim by Mincha and Shabbos, like he just said, that after the Zman of Achilah, then you'll let her read in Ksuvim. Rashi, really, we could stay with the original version of Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, and Shmuel over there in the Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, he was bringing a different Shita of Rav Nechemia, that would feed that Shita, you wouldn't be able to read Ksuvim the entire day. Shmuel, Rav Nechemia, the Tanya, Afal Ben, even though we said that you not read Ksuvim on Shabbos, Alva Shoyim Ben, you let her learn the Bapad, the Tarish Bapad of the Ksuvim, Vidarshim, you could dash in them. Nitzach Lepasuk, if you have to look up for reference, a Pasuk Ksuvim, maybe you could bring it, Vuroi and look into the Ksuvim and read it. Why do we say that you not read Ksuvim the entire day? That people should say, if the Chacham said you not even read Ksuvim, therefore for sure you can't read regular stories of business and other things that are not Kaddish, so therefore they would hold back from doing things that were not um, proper to do on Shabbos. However, even though Shmuel says this when he's talking between him and Rav, that wasn't really what he held is lahalacha. He held lahalacha is like Rav because that is exactly like our Mishnah said and we pass like our Mishnah because our Mishnah is going to inal and read based on the fact that we're giving Shurim then and we want you to listen to the halachas of Issa Beheta. And that certainly only applies when they would give Shurim, which
which was prior to eating on Shabbos, but after eating with an ink of shurim, it wouldn't be applicable. And I bezoi, in the Hadar, Shmuel's minig was that they would lay the by mincha, as we just explained, and we'll stop over here.